episode nine of Sipping Teachers. I am your host, Michelle Weeks, a life coach for teachers and a teacher of little people too. In this podcast, I share short, punchy snippets of practical advice and strategies to alleviate your overwhelm, avoid burnout, and to help you become the most confident and productive teacher you can be. It is your double shot coffee alternative to make you love and balance life inside and outside the school gates. In today's episode, I want to discuss the incremental steps to saying no. Something that I know makes many teachers' stomachs churn. Early on in my personal development journey, I came across a quote by Seth Godin in Tim Ferriss's book, Tool of Titans. And this quote states, if it doesn't align with the thing that is your mission and you say yes, now your mission is their mission. And this quote struck me because It really gave me the perspective to recognize the times when I was taking on other people's missions as my own, which meant then delaying or diverting away from that mission that is my own. And when I sat with that quote, I kind of recognized that my mission, the the values that I rest my wide brimmed sun hat on and kind of give me that purpose to living meaningfully and fulfillingly in my life, those were being compromised every single time I was accepting someone else's mission before my own. So I knew that something needed to change. And as a result, I committed to becoming my very own accountability buddy. I would ask myself the question, does this align with my mission? Before I made any commitment, whether it was big or small. And suddenly what started to happen was I was able to recognize that my own people-pleasing tendencies were really impacting my overall mission of recognizing within myself that I was a good, kind, empathetic person and that I could actually make a genuine difference in the world without feeling like I continually had to say yes to every opportunity or request which came my way. And there were many, many of those. As a result, I started to detach my own self-worth and my own ability to be a good person from always saying yes. I learned how to start saying no without feeling the guilt of not being seen in everyone else's eyes to be someone that was always supportive and always encouraging. So at that point, I then cued the need to learn how to say no with confidence. So I guess in today's chat, I thought I would provide you with some very incremental ways to say no. And for me, it is often kind of really good to think about the consequences of saying no and whether those consequences outweigh the consequences of saying yes. 
Because often if they do, then that tends to give that kind of logical side of my brain much more confidence when approaching a decision. If I can say, yes, the consequences, and I can list them out in my head, of saying no, outweigh the consequences, and again, I list them out in my head, of saying yes, suddenly I've almost got a decision in front of me, which my logical brain can see very clearly that no is the better answer. And suddenly my confidence in saying no in that moment is um, up-leveled hugely. So... I thought what I would do is start to help you begin to grow a vocabulary of sentences which help you say no. And these can be applied from anything within your classroom setting, your school setting, your personal setting, and with your loved ones, which can tend to be the hardest people to say no to. So try these out, and I suggest that as you start to use these and implement these, you will notice which ones you feel more comfortable with using. And the more you use them, the easier they become to be able to implement. And I think one thing that I talked about in my group coaching program with my thriving teachers this last weekend was that when we have always been people who say yes, the expectation from outsiders is that we will always say yes when a request is thrown our way. So really saying no with confidence is starting to place those boundaries up around ourselves and starting to change the perception that other people have of us that we are always that yes person. And that doesn't have to come with consequences of feeling like we need to be rude or feeling like we need to change how we approach situations because no can be said in a way which is completely empathetic, which is completely kind and which is completely aligned with the comfort system that we have within ourselves and our own values. And as a result, once we can start to implement those or find the vocabulary to find to implement those ways of saying no, suddenly we then change that self-image that we have of other people, always thinking that we are that yes person, which allows us to open up to so many more opportunities to align ourselves to our very own mission instead of only ali aligning ourselves to the mission of others. So... Here we go. Here's a couple of sentences which you might like to play around um, and see how they fit within your life. The first one. I'm swamped right now, but please ask me again another time. The next one. I can't do it, but I can recommend someone who can. Another one. I would love to but I would be letting other people down and I just can't do that. The next one. I'm so sorry to disappoint you, but I promised myself that I would say no to things when I am overwhelmed or when my plate is full. Or a more direct approach, that doesn't work for me. Another one is adopting the no and switch strategy, which is outlined by Sarah Knight in her books, which really is all about saying no to something, but then immediately offering an alternative which works better for you. It's absolutely genius. So this might sound something like this. 
thanks for ha thanks for thinking of me. I have sorry. Let me start that again. <laughs> thanks for thinking of me. I have to say no on this occasion. But how would a coffee in the first week of the holidays sound? Okay, boom, no one switch, perfectly implemented. No for this time, but here's an alternative which works better for me. And as you can see within those ones, I've often tended to be a little bit um, easier on the no side of things, but there are more powerful ways to say no as well. But I, this is that incremental steps to you feeling comfortable within those. But ultimately, and my absolute favorite sentence when trying to build up those incremental steps to saying no and one which has worked for me in so many different situations it changed my whole perception of saying no was this one can I get back to you on that the reason that I love that um, response is because it buys me time to consider my plans and to make a decision which works best for me I'm not reactionary saying yes. I'm actually buying myself time to consider whether or not that is something that I would like to do or not like to do at a future side. So can I get back to you? Buying yourself time, one of the best. I guess in light of keeping this podcast short and punchy, I think I have just heard the morning tea bell ring, which means that this little chat between two sipping teachers needs to come to an end for today. Between now and when we cross ear paths again, don't forget to remember your why, appreciate all the little and the big joys in your day. And if you'd like to contact me further to discuss any of the topics I share, please send me an email to hello at michelleweeks.com.au Check out my one-to-one -one coaching program for teachers called Unfrazzled or my group coaching program called Thriving Teachers. You can follow me on Instagram at michelle.c.weeks. Chat to you soon.